Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks making good That's That's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, grab a beer and crack them because you're with the Socks on Tap crew. Before we get into this episode, because it's Sunday Fun Day, so it's you know it's not the norm. It's Sunday Fun Day with me and Johnny. Before we get into this, be sure you're going on tapsportsnet.com for other Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Following us on Twitter at Socks on Tap at Untap Sportsnet. Following Johnny at Nani Johnny. Following me at Buzz on Tap. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can listen to us five star rating and review because that's fucking cool and tough. And if you need any White Sox gear, go check out Grandstand. Grandstand Socks on social, grandstandsocks.com, or if you're at the ballpark, just go check out Grandstand. Any White Sox-related needs you need there, or fuck it, anything else you need Chicago-related, you can get at Grandstand. Johnny, it's a sweep, and you know what, dude? I drank a bunch of Miller Lights today, but you know what I'm drinking right now? I, What's I'm, that? I'm feeling I'm Johnny. I'm feeling a little fruity, all right? I'm drinking a fucking Truly. Oh, wow. I, wow. I, and I'm Selt- not, seltzer Sundays? Is this Seltzer Sunday or Sunday Funday, Buzz? It, it's Seltzer Sunday, Johnny. So, <laughs> I, Johnny, I don't know why this is happening, but it's happening. And Dude, you know what? So, I feel good about it. Sometimes at the end of a long day like that, you're like in like kind of like a daze and you just like grab like whatever's like easiest or like most accessible in the fridge. I've done that too. And it's like, I like usually drink like bush lights, but I got like some like fucking like, Bud Light or Bush Light, like apples, like left there. It's like, oh, well, I grabbed it and I already walked away from it. So it's not worth the five steps to go back and get the other one. Johnny, I, I, don't, I don't know what fucking happened, brother. But like, so I was outside all day today, right? You know how it is on Sundays. You know yeah, how we oh, do yeah. over here. You were here yeah. on Friday. We had a great night. We ordered oh, some yeah. pizza, drank some beers. But like, I love to cook on Sundays. That's my thing. And we made some kebabs tonight, Johnny. But I was outside since like 1130 or noon with the kids too. And we were just drinking. I brought the little pool, the sprinklers out. And I just started doing these Trulies. I've never had one of these. Oh, and yeah, it, I feel great. It, yeah. That, that, that'll get you in a Sunday fun day mood, Buzz. For it, sure. it did. I feel, I feel fucking refreshed and I feel fun. So that's Sunday fun day all day with my seltzer of water. And this one is actually a wild berry. So Ooh, exotic feeling, feeling good, Johnny. Yeah, exotic buzz. Hey, yeah. Sox sweep uh, Detroit sucks. Uh, that's what we're here to talk about. Obviously you and I had the show on Friday night, which was a yeah. blast doing it live from your garage. Great yes, time uh, over there in the buzz garage. Uh, and then now we've got a absolute beatdown uh, from Saturday to talk about. And then uh, Sunday today here, uh, Carlos Rodon uh, almost going no hitter today. So uh, I am excited to uh, get in and we, we won't go step by step uh, scoring play by scoring play. Cause obviously I think we'd be here all freaking night. If we talk about everything from Saturday, <laughs> uh, Saturday but yeah. we'll, we'll talk about some teams because there was some interesting stuff that happened in both of these games. So I, I think uh, it's about uh, time to get the train rolling here on socks on tap Sunday fun day.
Absolutely. Want to shout out to Corey, who's in our live chat. Whiskey Sours, that's my favorite drink. Let's get into Saturday, Johnny. Again, we're not going to break down the, the calls here. Friday, we did together in the garage. That rain delay was bullshit, but it gave us enough time to finish our pizza. <laughs> yeah, so that it, was did, it did. Yeah. <laughs> it was good, even though we burnt the shit out of our mouths. It was the hottest pizza I've ever had in my life. Yeah. But Saturday, Johnny, unbelievable. People are bitching about the lineup left and right, brother. Yes. Yeah. And they score 15 runs, Johnny. It, it, it was incredibly wild because, yeah, you look at that lineup on paper and you're like, are we even going to win against the Tigers? Like, just like looking at that. But, hey, I will say, and I'm not, this isn't like a straight up like defense of Tony Larusa or anything okay. like that. I'm not, I'm not trying to like do that. But at the same time, he is big on rest. And we've heard it from players saying that and make sure yeah. guys getting their rest. And that includes yeah. guys that you would expect to be on the field every day, mm-hmm. like a Yohan Moncada, like a Tim right. Anderson got today. Obviously, Moncada was out of the lineup yesterday like jose abreu dh in the day and putting yasmani grandal at first so that is part of this and yeah sure i guess you can ask the construction of that and with like goodwin hitting second everybody's kind of like freaking out but we'll get to uh what, what goodwin did here and i just want to say preface this because on you know friday night it was you and me together uh we were, we yeah. were watching the game saturday uh i was with tony and we were going up to a buddy a good friend of his uh in mind that I uh, had a housewarming party. So we were on the way up there and we were listening to the first inning because uh, we were getting up there a little bit after three. Obviously, the game started at 310. So we were listening to the first inning or so in the car. And I was telling Tony as we were listening to this, and it was just getting going before any of this like onslaught of runs happened. And I told him, I was like, how awesome. Like, I would love to see a beatdown. It's been like a long time. I know the lineup we have today, but it's, a, it's been a long time since the Sox have absolutely beat down an opponent, stomped on their throats. No worry about it. Like, we don't have to worry after like the fifth inning about anything. And I was just like spitballing that, trying to speak it into existence. And it happened, Buzz. So I was so happy. Oh, is they've, ha- been, they've been far, few and far between this year, unlike last year, where I feel like we were, you know, putting up runs with, with the long ball all, all the time. Uh, a little bit different this year, obviously, with the injuries and whatnot. But, hey, it was great to see a beat down. I love it. It was absolutely amazing. And, you know, the crazy part about it is, is you're like you're in the car and you're on the way to a housewarming party. I had to go to a wedding yesterday. Yeah. Dude, we missed some of the badass beatdown that we've had all year. Like, they literally beat the shit out of the Tigers yesterday, or on Saturday. If you're listening yeah. to this on Monday, it's Saturday. So, the Sox score 15 runs. Detroit lets, gets two runs. That's all they get. Dylan Cease, he has a little bit of a rough start, and then all of a sudden, it's it's fine. It's all fine and dandy, and and that's absolutely what you want to see. He kept his composure after having a little bit of a rough time. Sox score fifteen runs, and 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 Brian Goodwin. Okay, yes. there is an article about Brian Goodwin and Johnny. I'm gonna tell you where you can find that. You can find that on tapsportsnet.com, buddy. But we give the overlay of his career, what he's done over there. We didn't know what he's gonna do. That was amazing. He starts off with a double, and then he scores Tim Anderson, and then he cranks a fucking three-run home run. He has a four-RBI game in his first-ever game as a White Sox player. Amazing shit. You can't write that, dude. Yeah, so I need to – and this is why. People are – you might be wondering why like we come up with some of these episode titles. Usually I like to tie it into something that we're talking about here. Uh, and it also is a little play on the name, you know, Goodwin, Godwin. You know, like we say Mangata, Mangata, you know, that, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. But this, the, the way that the depth has stepped up, and there's been numerous points uh, made about this uh, amongst, you know, uh, big White Sox Twitter personalities, articles from various sites about how the depth has just, you know, really carried the White Sox. 
Sox uh, with all the injuries that they've had so far. And the best way I can describe it is a Blues Brothers line, man. We're on a mission from God. They are. These White Sox really are. Because who the hell would have expected that? Brian Goodwin to step in first game uh, and start off hot as all hell uh, with big run-producing plays. Uh, And obviously that led and kind of jump-started the whole route uh, that we had uh, here on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, absolutely. And our boy Jordan Miller throws in here. Bo Burrows pulled because he threw up because he was so nervous, man. You know why he's nervous? Because he's facing something that's like (laughs) out of this fucking world. He's facing the White Sox lineup. And it's absolutely amazing, man. Like, so Tony always says that this team has it, right? And and that's that's super awesome to say. It's a a cool line. It's a cool and tough line. This team has it. It. Johnny, I swear to God, when I watch this team, dude, I'm like – I never, and we've talked about this before on the mic, and then we talked about it on Friday when we are in the garage. You know, you had your 12-pack of uh, Bush lights. I had my Miller lights flowing. Had a great time, but it was just, I never feel like we're going to lose. And that is what you call magic. And, and, and then when you see guys that are unlikely sources to help you score runs, to help you win games, it's fucking magic. It is. Magic, whatever you want to call it, the size have it. Yeah, exactly, Buzz. And I think that it's like trying to like put your finger on it. It's like you can't give like an outline and concrete definition, but when you see it, you say that's it. And that like stuff performances like that. Um, talk about Jake Lamb's home runs earlier, just at yeah. timely, timely junctures in games. You remember the Baltimore series? There's one I know they end up losing the game, but one at Minnesota, you didn't expect him to go uh, up the big wall there. Uh, so he's like, you know, for a while looked like he was returning to like 2017 Jake Lamb form. We've had out, we've had the Billy Hamilton series pretty much uh, yeah. with that one at Baltimore against Baltimore, uh, over Memorial Day weekend. So it, it really has come. And then obviously, you know, Lurie Garcia got himself off to a slow start and there's still people that are not you know happy with them and i understand it wise when you're looking at you know production levels overall uh when you look at the cumulative stats but hey you know he comes through with a clutch rbi double uh today and there have been instances he had uh, some you know spots uh in saturday's game as well uh driving in some runs too so i mean just it speaks overall as a whole the depth uh, of the team and it, probably something we didn't expect uh, but you're getting some uh really solid production out of them I feel like if there's anybody that's actually realistic about Ludwig Garcia, it's us. And we, and we're both, and that's how we bonded when we first met. Like we both love Ludwig Garcia. That's just something that we bonded about. It yeah. was our thing. You know, like I love Ludwig Garcia. He started off fucking terrible. Guess yeah. what? He's raised that average. Johnny is it great. No. Is he on base percentage? Great. No, but it's like fucking 60 points above I, what his average is. I, I yeah, and, and I and I mean to cut you off, but I think the no. value that is, that is overlooked because you're not quantifying it every day. It's like where are you plugging and placing him? Hell, he started at third base uh, for Yohan Mankata in a spot there. You can move him to the outfield. Then he, he can go he can, anywhere, with, Johnny. With Madrigal out now, you could use him at second base more if you wanted to. Like it's, uh, I think that's the kind of thing. And it's like, oh. sure, it might might not be the greatest. Like, high, like obviously, you'd probably, you definitely, excuse me, not probably you definitely rather have Nick Madrigal in the lineup but hey for for you know plug and play with him and Mendick and whatever you're not going to get a complete lapse uh over that right. with having a guy like him in there so no, you're 100% right and 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 to shout out to Alex Rude real quick the Trulies were not flowing on Friday Johnny had his bush lattes I had my Miller lights um I got a little fancy today. I feel good about it. And then here comes Jordan Miller with the fucking Lurie has a 418 OBP in the last 15 days. That's why you love a guy like Jordan Miller because he comes in with the fire immediately. Yes. Okay. 
15 game sample size, not a lot. But what does it mean, Johnny? He's turning it around after a yes. poor fucking start. Well, that's what that hot. means. Guys go cold, guys get hot. Well, he's getting hot now. And, and look at his RBIs, too. He has had opportune fucking hits this year. Yeah, opportunistic he, is cool and tough. He, he It's 100% cool and tough. It puts hair on my chest that I need to shave <laughs> that I need to shave off because I'm too hairy. It's, am- it's a fucking amazing. You yeah. know, I, I take this shit all day, man. So I, I just, what a weekend series, Johnny. And, and, and after today's win, we are, is that 16 or 17 games above 500? I got to look at the record. Uh, let's see. We are at 41 and what, 24, at I believe? 17 is that games. the record now? At yeah. 17 games above 500, Johnny. The Chicago White Sox in 2021 are 17 fucking games above 500. Hate the lineup. Hate Tony LaRussa. Hate whatever you want. Like, and listen, I've bitched about TLR on this podcast with Johnny on it. I've done it. But guess what? They're winning. And when they're winning, I'm not one of those guys that are trying to find something to bitch about. We're 17 games above 500, Johnny. That's nuts. That's the best we've seen ever in years. Whatever. I'll take it all day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's Kirk Zappa in here. Uh, Scotty Shorts on the uh, well, uh, d- display name there. Uh, but I believe if I look correctly, that, that is his uh, profile picture in there. But yeah, it says, God damn it. I love this White Sox team, man. Yeah, we, yes. we do too. And that, that's why we're just gushing over it here uh, on Sunday Funday. And it's appropriate. So let's get back into a few more uh, instances from Saturday's game. Buzz, yep. obviously, we had the comment about uh, the Detroit uh, relief pitcher puking. Uh, I felt bad for him. It was, it was, it was, a, hot, it was a hot day. It was yeah. uh, heat exhaustion going on there and it was anxiety uh, probably too yeah, a little bit and it was just a really 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 long inning but hey yeah. guess what you got to be able to fucking throw strikes uh and you know, when they were throwing strikes yeah. the socks were hitting it so they were throwing balls walking guys uh, and the socks kept adding on uh with all of that so like i said we're not going to break down uh, all the scoring plays here but let, let's talk buzz i think it, all this stuff can get overlooked and it's it is indeed mop-up time when you're getting to re- relief guys here but i think it, this is the exact Perfect spot that you want a guy like Ryan Burr settle in, get a couple innings, and feel a little more acclimated. And then you go, so you go with Tim for two, uh, and then go with Foster for two to close it out. And you know, I know Foster hasn't been all bad. Uh, there was hey, like, you know, some, he's, he's been, been some, some rough situations. There's, there's been yeah, and there's been some rough spots. Uh, you know, early on in the year with him, but hey. For any of these guys, it's like, don't think that that work is it might not be consequential uh, on the scoreboard, but as an individual for that player, I look at it more like that. And it is valuable work. You're facing, it is still a live game situation. You're facing an opponent who is still trying uh, to, as much as it might not seem like it, uh, it is still trying uh, to get a hit off of you. So uh, I thought it was valuable, especially for a guy like Burr, who is still kind of working himself back into the mix. Uh, And I think it'll only bode well for him and Foster going forward. Well, it was like you said, it was the perfect fucking opportunity. You're in a blowout win. You bring these guys in to close it down. Burgos two innings. You know, Foster goes two innings. And Foster hasn't been as bad as the ERA suggests. He got lit up earlier in the year. And he was left in and it was apologized about. I don't work in an MLB front office. I don't work in an MLB dugout. I can't talk shit here. All right. I back off. Did I agree with it? No, I still don't. Water under the bridge, right? You know, you, you're way, you're way farther in the season now and you're doing great. Yeah. So whatever. But Burr is a guy that we've been hearing about for years. Great spot for him. He did walk two. He strikes out none, but he goes two innings and he did no damage done. Johnny, yeah. that's a perfect opportunity for a guy like him 
to get experience to see it. Oh, I'm sorry, Johnny. I, I I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I would say it was major league talent, but Detroit fucking blows. So they, like, I, Detroit <laughs> does suck, but it, yeah. it, it, it's still it's still valuable work. There, there's a difference right. in seeing a live hitter in there than just throwing your side bullpen session. So that's right. the point that I just wanted to hammer home there. And I think that it, it just it gets overlooked because hey, it, I wouldn't blame Sox fans if they would have turned that thing off early and got about their Saturday and did whatever they were doing uh, otherwise than that. So I mean, it's it just you know stuff that maybe not a lot of people are seeing or thinking about. But I just like to think about that too because I also might have a soft spot because I was. Uh, a relief pitcher back in my playing days. So uh, I do, I do kind of feel uh, for that. And it is always good to get your work in. In my playing days, I used to hit 60 home runs a season. I see no one believes that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was Nick Madrigal. Uh, slap, uh, they call me slap Nick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> Were you but, slap Nick, motherfucker? Is that how Lance Lynn would describe yeah, you? <laughs> yeah. I, I would fucking hit an infield single because I'm so quick because I'm small. And, th- and they'd be like, what the fuck? I'm like, you slap Nick, motherfuckers. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no, <laughs> but no, it was, it was great to see, you know, like you said, I mean, <clears throat> people bitched about the lineup this weekend too. It's something hot, Johnny, we should talk about for a minute. And I told you a long time. I'm done doing that. What it is, what it is at this point, he's going to set the lineups. Tony's going to set them. If it is what it is, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't dude, they've been working out. So yeah. I keep my fucking mouth shut. If you win ball games, that means it's and working out, Johnny. I, I think th- this is big too. And as some people have made the points, I forget exactly where, but you know, on Twitter and v- various places, just in conversations that I've had too uh, with several White Sox fans uh, over the past, you know, week or so, uh, talking about this. You have big series coming up uh, against yeah. you know the Rays, which we'll get into later in here. Ooh, but yeah. you're going to need. Uh, these guys rested, and that's another thing that, you know, when they interview players and at various times, they've talked about getting their rest, a point that I made earlier in here. Well, guess what? That's new to some of these guys, and that might be new to some of these fans because you're used to seeing like the A-Squad lineup every single day, every day. and you wa- and obviously you want to see that every day for your entertainment value, but guess what? It's a 162-game grind. You put these guys through the ringer early, they're not going to have anything left in the tank come late September, October, Buzz, when it matters. No, you're not wrong, dude. So, like... <clears throat> I'm not going to lie to you, though. As a fan, like when I see today that Lurie's leading off and it, there's no, and I love Lurie, but there's no TA, you know, obviously Madrigal's hurt and like we're going through all this shit. I'm like, motherfucker, man. I'm like, God damn it. Like, am I a little worried about it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think but it's I, justified. Yeah. I, I just don't feel like where we're at right now and how it goes back to the magic that we talked about or the it that we talked about. Dude, I'm on cloud nine. I don't think anybody could touch us. And and I'm serious when I say it. Like I don't I don't think anybody could touch us. And maybe they can. I guess we'll find out. But dude, where we're at right now as a squad and what we've been doing hurt. Like literally fucking hurt. Yeah. You know, we are two Ah oh, man, I can't remember who said it. Who said that we lost seventy home runs between Eloy and uh, was, you and me and Juice when I was talking about it? Just yeah, because you know, we were talking about how you know the decline in home runs and doing right. it in different ways. Yeah, well, we said that seventy home runs are gone off eight, the fucking board. Yeah, and between, we're still doing this, and then yeah. a lot has to do with the pitching. And you and I have talked about this a million times. Me and Tony, me and Steve, you and Steve, you and Tony, whatever. The pitching's been fantastic, no doubt about it. But you need to score to win, too. Mm-hmm. And, and the fucking I, – I don't even know what to say, man. I feel like a – like I, I know it says in our intro, I'm a homer, you know, whatever. Ha. But holy shit, who can stop us? 
It's yeah. nuts. Yeah, good, good comment from Alex Rude here. Uh, this week will be a test of that, and I agree yes. 100%, Alex. Uh, that, that, yeah, the, the Rays are going to be a big test. So, yeah, we are over the moon with, with, with results so far. Because I think yep. every – that's the thing. Me and Tony talk about this on instances here too. And so I, I think it's there's a way to be excited but still humble about it. Because, yeah, like, sure, yeah. you can get like that and feel like that. You do feel invincible. I mean, think about how you feel. Sometimes like, I do. Think about how you feel after, like, 10 beers. That's, like, what the White Sox are doing to you from a mental standpoint here. That's but me after a couple truly shots. At the same time, I think we <laughs> – can all bring it back and be like okay well it is still only early june and it is still uh you know uh, bigger better opponents uh, ahead of us too uh granted the schedule overall uh does look favorable for the white Sox, and it is a you know by factor of the division uh, not being as strong as other divisions throughout the league yeah. but still you, you are going to have these tests you're going to have the race here you're going to have to go up to toronto later i think in mid-july um there, there are some different sorts of tests that'll be there uh, i would imagine boston comes to town uh well you know as well so uh, we not we haven't seen the Astros yet. We will be going there uh, for a four game set coming up very soon here. So yeah, uh, also uh, tests of that ahead. Uh, I agree, Alex. But um, you know, it's uh, <laughs> feels great right now, Buzz. I don't think that should kill our Sunday fun day vibe. No, absolutely not. And I just want to like let everybody know that's listening to this podcast. If you're here live or you're listening after we're done, two great baseball follows are Alex Root and Jordan Miller. I just, I just want to say that real quick. We're, we'll have our shout outs later, but like those guys are like, think about it. We're sitting here talking about it and, and, and Alex comes in this week will be a test of that. It will be. He's absolutely right. This is not easy coming up. Tampa Bay is the fucking real deal. Holy field, Johnny. They've got good pitching. They're the first in the AL East right now. Jordan Miller brings up great points. You know, I mean, Abreu and Grandal lead the team in home runs, twenty one combined. Dude, we're like the what are we in the bottom four, three or four in home runs in the yeah, MLB? I have to look at the stat, but you know it was definitely in like the and, below. And we're, 20, we're in the bottom twentieth ranked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and they're still finding ways to win. Is is my point? Obviously, I'm on one because I've been having Trulies and Miller Lights all fucking day. But it's absolutely amazing that this team can can do this and and <laughs> I'll tell you what beating to or I'm sorry beating Detroit in a th- in a three game set like we did and getting the sweep and playing well I mean seriously Johnny what would you call it would you call it B lineups two days in a row BC lineups yeah I mean obviously Saturdays is a little bit more questionable but uh yeah I mean you're still Even having today, you know, yeah, today play ins there. yeah exactly so yeah I would say like a C lineup uh on uh Saturday and probably like a B minus ish lineup on uh, Sunday and you still win and you beat the team that you're supposed to beat and you do it and then to Alex Rude's point yet again who's in here in our fucking chat he goes glass now versus Lynn tomorrow you best yeah, believe I, I, the best lineup available will be in tomorrow. Yeah, I, I agree. And we will have a lot of fun previewing that buzz. And I think it'll be a really fun series this week. But uh, we, we, we've touched Saturday pretty much. I know we're jumping yeah. around a little bit here, but let's talk Sunday because Carlos yeah. Rodon can't be overlooked in all of this. Um, and he almost had he was going for another no hitter today, Buzz. Uh, and it was an impressive performance. The slider was absolutely deadly. Uh, he ends up striking out, what, nine against uh, yeah, the Tigers today. Tonight, yeah. walk, walk two, so the perfect game was out of the equation earlier, but only one hit. And that's all the Tigers would get all day. So I think credit to Marshall and uh, Hendricks for locking it down with one clean inning each uh, for them at the end. 
excuse me, at the end of this thing, Buzz. Uh, but with Rodon, just a couple of points, and several people brought it up, uh, you know, looking at Rodon's pitch count, because this is in the seventh inning when that happened. And uh, first of all, I'll talk about it, and I'll just make my point, because you know me. You, you know oh, yeah. me. I'm the, uh, I'm the Yasmani Grandal stan. Um, Yaz would have framed <laughs> that pitch. Yaz would have framed the pitch, right, that everybody's bitching about. Look at Zach Collins' positioning behind the plate. He sets up way too far inside. I know the pitch is where that's where it's coming, but hey, you want to get that strike, and it's going to cut in like you know Carlos Rodon's slider does set up a little bit more put the glove out and then do the little wrist flick back to get that action there and Yasmani Grandal can do that much better than Zach Collins so not ripping on Zach Collins but I'm just saying Yas would have done that correctly if he was behind the plate um other than that though he was up there I mean he was in like the mid 90s at that point in time buzz so even if he does get through that gets that out there um you're probably looking at a pretty damn strenuous day for Carlos Rodon so not saying that you, you always want the feet you you want a great feet and the no hitters are cool and tough throwing two in a season is fucking you'd be right up there with guys like Max Scherzer I think Nolan Ryan I think Sandy Koufax might have been on that list too um I, I forget exactly who it was I think it might have been ESPN stats that tweeted that uh but you always want that but at the same time let's think long term here probably for the best that Carlos Rodon didn't go out there and throw 130 fucking pitches today yeah no that I mean totally fucking fair I mean I would have had a chub you know I mean, if he would have fucking had two in a row or not two in a row I'm sorry but two in a season you know um yeah, I mean, it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, again, this it comes on teams that you should beat the shit out of. Carlos Rodon's done it. He's been, you know, he's been doing it all year. Um, 103 pitches for him today. I don't know, Johnny. I, I know we talk about pitch count with a lot of these guys, but tell me if I'm wrong. I, I And I have no idea why. And you can tell me I'm a moron. Please do if I am. But, like, Lance Lynn, for whatever reason, obviously <laughs> Lance Lynn's a fucking tank, right? But, like, I don't feel scared for Carlos Rodon this year throwing 130 fucking pit. I don't, Johnny, well, I don't I, know why. I, I, I'll, I'll combat you then here uh, because I yeah. do. It, because I also know that it's been great, and I'm glad he's proving me wrong because I would have gone elsewhere offseason-wise. Oh, well, that's him. not what I was Go saying. So, I, no, 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 no. But, but yeah. my, one of my big concerns there was injury. And yeah. also, I know I know he's been you know healthy. Also, thank God, so far this year, he's been healthy, and he's avoided that. But you cannot ignore the past. No, it you're right. In, injury yeah. past in, in the places that it's been. It'd be different if it was like leg random, like you know calf or like a hamstring injury for landing weird or whatever. But it's all yeah. been arm. It's been shoulder. It's been elbow. He's had Tommy. John I, just, uh, I I still have that in the back of my mind and it doesn't affect me watching Carlos Rodon start uh and like saying like oh this guy's gonna throw his arm out not like that but when you're getting up to those extremes there that is where I would worry and maybe if it doesn't happen right away it does that leave him out the next time when he's trying to gas up you know because he likes to do that in the later innings of his outings when he's trying to gas up, does he overextend and does something pop in that elbow? Then all this, not saying oh, it would, yeah, it would no, go to waste, terrifying. but you, you would be without that level of production then yeah. for X amount of weeks or, God forbid, the rest of the season if you have something major. So that's where I would yeah. have a little bit of concern there. No, you're right, Johnny. You're right. Like, you know me, man. Like, I'm a fucking preacher of habit and a feel, you know? And, like, when I feel like someone's on their game, like, it's just like this. I don't know, man. I feel like you're out of your body. I feel like it's an outer body experience when you're doing like, and I, I just feel like Rodon's been like that all year. So the invincibility comes in. Do you know what I'm saying? So great point here by Alex and Jordan. What yet again, 
I mean, you guys should just come for on tap here. But Rodon has been better extended rest, so they are watching his pitch counts. Absolutely, by Jordan Miller, 100%. And then Alex Ruiz goes back to the point that Johnny and I made earlier about resting guys. It's a grind for all the pitchers, too. It's a grind all year. No doubt, they're 100% right. I guess it just comes down to a confidence thing for me where I'm watching this guy be like, I will push my body, I will push my skill to the end of the earth because I've been hurt for so long. I've had terrible luck for so long. And I guess that's why I just, I, I, I feel good about it every single time. Fact that he got one hit off of him. It is what it is. I can give two fucks about him getting a no hitter again. He did it once already. You know what I want, Johnny? I want the fucking dub, whether it's yes. for him or I don't care. I want the fucking dub because they got the dub and they got it. And, and, and that's where we want to be. And like you pointed out, they took him out after what was it, 103 pitches. He he goes away. You get Evan Marshall in, where I know a lot of people have been hating on him lately. But that breaking ball, Johnny, it fucking works. You know me. I, lo- I love a good curveball, and he's got one. <laughs> and he's got it. He's got it, Johnny. And then you go to Liam Hendricks, and we haven't seen him since Friday, and he let up a fucking bomb. But he got kind of fucked on Friday, <laughs> like we talked about on the podcast yeah. too. He should not have come back in after that rain delay, but. He comes in, he does what he's got to do, and the Sox win. I mean, beat the teams you're supposed to beat, do it in a good way, and, and move on. Yeah, it, we're, we're going to talk offense here in a second, Buzz, but I have one last thing since we're still on uh, pitching oh, here. Little, little Carlos Rodon. Um, Robbie Grossman, sit down and shut the fuck up. That first strike out of the game, dude, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Do, do you understand how strike zones work? You might not agree with where it was caught, but it's where it crosses the front of the plate. Sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. That was a great slider by Carlos Rodon, and you just couldn't handle it, and you couldn't anticipate it because basically nobody can. So sit down, I, shut up, he gone. I just found out who tweeted that shit from the Sox on tap account. Might have been Johnny. <laughs> just, I, I was just like like looking at his reaction because he turned around like it was like something egregious, and it was like, no, look at where it crossed the front of the plate. Like it doesn't take rocket appliances to figure it out. Buzz. <laughs> just take fucking rocket appliances to figure it out, man. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah, no, it's amazing. I I, I thought the same shit today. Oh my god! I see. That's why I love that. Like, we have the same humor with these fucking Canadian TV shows. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. I'm sorry I got up. If anybody's watching live stream, but you know I had a good yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk offense here, though, Buzz, because we, we talk we talk a lot about the pitching, and I think that speaks for itself. Obviously, I think we touched on a lot of good things about Carlos Rodon there. Uh, clean work from both uh, Marshall. Yes. William Hendricks uh, climbing that thing up to 17 saves now. So let's talk offense. And that was uh, Mr. Larry Garcia. Uh, you know, Jose Abreu starts it off, though, uh, with the RBI single in the fourth. But then Larry Garcia, big spot in the top of the fifth. Uh, nice rope double down the line. Uh, really quick on Abreu, just more MVP shit. Uh, he's been getting hot lately. I've been seeing, you know, multiple doubles at the end of that Toronto series. Uh, I feel like he had a double on uh Friday night. Uh, he also had one, I think, on, uh, you know, so you would think he was over on Saturday afternoon. But uh, then, you know, coming back, uh, RBI single, and it was above. Uh, he had to go up, get it, put it out the opposite field, uh, put it where they weren't, uh, gets that first run home. And then Lurie, like I said, big spot, uh, legendary there. And then we had some uh, hit by pitch and walk offense uh, in the uh, top of the six. So uh, if they're going to give them to us, we'll fucking take it all day. Take advantage of your opponent's mistakes. Yeah, absolutely fucking take it all day, dude. <laughs> 
I felt like we were the opponents that made these mistakes in the past. Yeah. And and now we're not. Peanut butter and jam. I'm sorry. <laughs> Someone just, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, that's, you're not here on live stream. That's Kirk Zappa. Absolutely. Was it Kirk Zappa? It is. It is. It's like, bam, peanut butter and jam. What yes. the fuck are you doing, Phil? What the fuck are you doing, <laughs> Phil? Oh, my Lord, dude. I, I, I lost my, I lost track. I don't even care. We're talking this offense is, here. Talking offense. Yeah, it, well, it's fucking Sunday fun day. When the offense performs, it's absolutely fucking fantastic. Obviously, Saturday, they did the same fucking thing. I, I, I completely lost my spot because now I'm thinking about Peter Butter fucking jam. Um, <laughs> Johnny, I'm sorry, man. It just kills me. It, it right. just gets to uh, me. It, it, it just, it's a perfect guy uh, in Kirk yeah. Zappa to have in here because – I feel like he gets you like you and I when we text each other. It's either fucking it's, it's, or it's trailer park boys or fucking letter Kenny. Yeah, I'm it, just opening the door here for people that don't know Johnny and I personally <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But like that, <laughs> if the, you want to know our humor, it's literally that. Yeah, it, it, yeah, and it's fun. It's funny because it could just be applied to so much. Like it was, we had a great fun with all the Canadian jokes during the Toronto series, and yeah. then. It's like stuff like that. Like for what Robbie, did you put sorry. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, but then for like you know Robbie Grossman today doesn't take rock and appliances to figure it out. Where where a pitch comes in and crosses the plate, like I just like that's just like it, it's the beginning of the game, but it like shouldn't irk me that early. It should still be all like calm and collected, but it just like it like set something off. It's just like sit down, shut the fuck up. It hurts, dude. It hurts to laugh. You know, it just it like it makes me. We want to be professional, and I can't. Like it just fucking kills me every time you say fucking figure it out. It just you do it so good. I don't know why you do it so good, but you what do. What comes around is all around. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> it's water under the fridge, buds. Oh, we're trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to be serious because it's fucking. It's fucking water under the fridge. <laughs> it's just so stupid. <laughs> Oh, oh my heart i'm gonna uh, die okay <laughs> what were we talking about all right yeah Brian, Brian so we, we, no, <laughs> we're on we're on sunday so we had the jose abreu okay. oppo field uh single get the first run home lurie uh, line rope down the left field line from the right side uh for the second run and then we'll hit by pitch uh walk offense in the uh six that's where we were okay well i'm glad because i'm just so lost because they got water under the fridge man what do you want me to say? But yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Shut up, Jim. I don't care if you're here or not. <laughs> All right. So fucking A. <laughs> okay. Socks get four runs. It, it, it's good. It's not, it, you know, honestly, Johnny, with the lineup that I looked at today, I didn't think the fucking Sox would get four runs. And if I have to be 100% honest with you, they put out a lineup that, um, and we'll fucking call them out. It's fine. We're it's Sunday fun day. Ken W.O. and, and uh, um, White Sox Dave were going at it about it. And then Chuck Garfine. Did you watch that? Chuck Garfine went so all I, fucking I, ape I shit. Flipped, I flipped over to the playoff hockey at that point because it was on right after the Sox were done. So I didn't see it. But then Tony texted me because it was like apparently it was a big stink then. So go ahead and explain that. But I, I did get the gist of it. So go ahead and explain, though, for, so for listeners here. I'm sitting there grilling, right? And Chuck Garfine is just fucking like look if you're gonna complain about I can't remember the exact words that were said, but if you're gonna complain about the lineup, this is why you're dumb is basically what was going on with Chuck Garfine. Didn't like, he say something about it pisses him off? Like yeah, pisses him yeah. off that people are are talking smack. 
you know, I and, and, and then Tony immediately texts me. He goes, we got to get Chuck on the fucking podcast. And I go, listen, dude, I have not been the biggest TLR guy myself, but I do agree that dude's doing some good shit. And he and, and Chuck is very active on Twitter. And we know this. He's been on the Outcast when that was in existence. I believe he was on Chai Sox Weekly. And we, we've had Chuck Garfine on our shows a couple times. He's had enough. He just wants the Sox to win, and he's all about it. doesn't matter who's the manager. But he was very hot about the fan base today, bitching about the lineups when they had just won yesterday 15-2. to two. Johnny, scoring 15 runs in a baseball game, I don't care who's in it. It's fucking tough. Yeah. It's fucking yeah, it's, tough. It's why, it's why you don't see it that often. No, you don't see it often. It, it's a tough thing to do. And, yes, Brian Goodwin, like, went – uh, what do you call it? Super Saiyan or whatever yeah. the f- Saiyan, whatever the fuck they call it, and got blonde hair like the fucking Gaku or Goku or whatever the fuck his name is, and he hit a bunch of home runs or you know home run and a fucking double, four RBIs. Everybody went nuts on Saturday, and that's a great thing to see. So I can see why Chuck was all pissed off because you're coming off a great day like that, and then you see the lineup today. And again, I have my questions, but guess what? I'm wrong, and that's why I'm not a fucking manager of the MLB. Yeah, I mean, I like like I said, I did not see that live. I was watching some playoff hockey at that time, but I I oh. I, I understand some like you know like ir- ir- it can like irky especially, and also let's remember what NBC Sports Chicago is too. They, they do do a great job of coverage, and they are the home of the White Sox. I get it, but at the same time, they're also a little bit. It's like state run media to a point. Um, also, yeah, like yeah. Y- you're not going to see the extreme like hit pieces out there. They might like report the news about something that's controversial there, but they're not really like digging in. And like, you know, like that kind of stuff. So there is a little bit of a defense mechanism uh, that needs to come up here. Uh, but yeah, J- Jordan Miller, he sums my point up uh, correctly there. And that's about the rest. And we've seen TLR already do it so far at this point in the season. So to me, it's not entirely shocking here. But I know people might, you know, they're looking at the friggin' fan graphs and what will add the most win probability and weighted runs created plus every single day. And that's where they, their gripes come in because it's not your best nine. Put your best nine out there every single day. And I get that. I get, get it. You want to win? We I all want to see that. It's I, good I, product, but it's not—it's not feasible. No, these, it's not. These, these guys are human beings too. I mean, if you're play, if you're playing that in uh, uh, Microsoft Excel, then go ahead. I mean, you put the best lineup out there every day, and then you can just go and simulate it. But that's unfortunately not how it works on the field. I love that from Scotty Short. On tap is a goat network in Chicago, though. I never like to talk shit like that, but I think we are. So you know, fucking flexing. I got no muscles. I got SpongeBob arms, but I've been flexing all day because the beer actually add muscles. If you don't know that, but protein in there. There is protein. My dad says it's a pork chop in every can, and I believe my dad. Um, <laughs> sound like an idiot, but anyway, um, you know, Johnny. Honestly, and, and I'm glad it's a Sunday fun day, so we don't have. To you know, we don't have to just break down a game when you're 16. What were we saying? 17 games above 500, <laughs> dude, I'm going to live with it. And I'm just going to ride it out. We are, we're an elite team, yeah. Johnny. We're an elite team. No matter the lineup or not, brother, we're an elite team right now. 
in fucking June. Yeah, but Buzz, I think this goes back to just being like, you know, appreciative of what we have here. Not not satisfied and not not satisfied, but appreciating what's been done so far, because last night I was with Tony and after that housewarming party went back, we we're just shooting the shit, drinking some beers, playing some golden tea. Golden tea, and, baby. And, it, and it's it, it's a little bit after midnight, whatever. We're still just, you know, whatever, uh, doing the same shit, shooting some pool, whatever. I was just like looking at shit, like seeing like, oh, like, you know, what, what's the matchup for tomorrow? Who's going for Detroit? Yada, yada. And we we're just talking White Sox and all that. I just look at it again. I like did like a double take and put it up to my eye, like with my phone here. I'm like, dude, we're 40 and what coming in today? 40 and 24. I was like, cheers to that. So I took took like a picture. Just cheers to being fucking 40 and 24. It's like that's cool and tough. So that, that's the kind of shit that we should be doing as Sox fans, appreciating this every step of the way, because you never know. Think about October. It could end abruptly. Uh, but hey, that should not diminish um, you know, some of this. Stuff. Obviously, we'd all be disappointed at that juncture in time. Uh, but a lot of a lot of uh, happy memories compared to think about years past uh, where we were you know, about to jump off the deep end buzz. So oh. I think it's, a, it's Sunday fun is a good time also to kind of sit back and reflect on that. And now, obviously, that record up to uh, 41 and 24. So. And I. I'm glad you brought that up, Johnny, about reflecting. Okay. So when I had started podcasting, it was back in 2017 with Juice. And we were doing, and you know, Juice, <laughs> Juice still my boy. He was with me and Johnny the other night. But yes, you know, we, we, we did the outcasts for another, you know, uh, outlet. And it was a great time. And it was socks sucked, but we had prospects that were going to come up and make some shit happen. Right. You know, I met you guys in, in, in 2018. We started this shit in 2019, and look where the Sox are now. When we first met, this team was fucking terrible. I'm still in the middle of the rebuild, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to sit and bitch anymore, man. 17 games above 500. Everybody's hurt. I'm living for the moment right now, man, and I'm I'm having a great time fucking doing it too. I don't know if they're well-managed, Johnny. Again, I can never tell you that I worked in a major league dugout because I have not. I've never been there. This team seems together, seems like they're having fun, and when unlikely sources help you win ball games, you know there's a good culture. And if that's the truth, then I'll take everything bad I've ever said away from TLR. You're going to win us a World Series. You're going to win us games. Fucking rock and roll, dude. All day. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well put there, Buzz. Um, I, I think I summed up that tweet, man. Just cheers to being, you know, what we are now uh, with our record here. Uh, it is fun. It's good shit. So um, that's about all I got from the weekend, Buzz. I'm about ready yeah. to look ahead to this absolute heavyweight bout we got coming up on the south side. Right. There's a big heavyweight bout coming up. And I just want to say, shut up, Jim. Um, yeah. So the heavyweight <laughs> bout is uh, is something that I'm a little nervous about. Are you hit? Before we get into it, Johnny, you hitting any games this week? I'll be at Tuesday's game. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you mid game okay. of that series and then possibly Wednesday as well. But uh, Tuesday for sure, I'm locked I in. I cannot for. believe you're not hitting Mondays. I'm, I'm shocked. I know. I, I, it was just part of the ticket package. And I do oh, okay. uh, I got some other uh, responsibles to take care of <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Monday night. So, uh, ho- hopefully, be, be on the show here. But then, uh, yeah, I'll be bringing the ballpark present. It'll be, it'll be either me with you or Steve. Um, but Monday, matchup is a is a fucking barn burner, talk about Johnny. heavyweight battles we talk about between the teams and between these pitchers man dude like it, it's fucking lance lynn against glass now it's tyler glass now man like that is the matchup here um i guess i'll just get in the stats because we always do this i'm kind of foaming over the mouth about watching a pitching battle as johnny knows i am a huge uh uh pitching battle guy i love those kind of games but tyler glass now at five and two 
2.57 ERA, 84 innings pitched, 117 strikeouts to 26 walks. He's let up 10 long balls. He's going up against our guy, Johnny's guy, Lance Lynn. Seven and one, a 1.23 ERA in almost 20 innings pitched last thing, last now, 65 and a third. Uh, and two thirds, I'm sorry, for Lance Lynn. He struck out 72, walked 17, let up six long balls. Johnny, Tyler Glassnow is one of the best pitchers in the MLB. If not, you can make an argument, if not the best. The guy's got innings behind him. The guy's got stuff behind him. And I <laughs> I don't know if the juju's going to come back and bite me in the ass, but I'm not scared of him. When the lineup is rested and healthy, the guy does. I, I'm not scared of him. Yeah, he's a great pitcher, and I think he's uh, great. I yeah. think I think we are in for a low scoring game, Buzz. Here's my initial thoughts. Um, I could easily see it one oh two one three two ball game here. Would not be shocked at all, just with the caliber of both these pitches. Tyler Glassdale's nasty. First of all, he's also imposing. He's six eight, you know, like in the two twenty ish range. Uh, so he's just a big guy physically. Obviously, Lance Lynn is too. Our guy, uh, you know, a little bit bulkier, uh, obviously. Lance Lynn, but he's got that bulldog mentality. So uh, these two guys are going to be, you know, really fighting it out. Uh, And I'm super excited just as a baseball fan. Anyone should watch. uh, If we go back to who is that Jordan Miller's comment there Mm -hmm. or or Alex, I forget who said it, that uh, Glass now versus uh, Lynn should be on national TV. I agree. Kind of sucks that it's on a Monday night, but, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, That's just the way that things lined up here. But either way, we'll we'll be all for it and watching it like it's a freaking Friday night game. I can guarantee you that You, you said my boy, I had to go get the shirt. You said it was Lance Linday. No, it's Lance fucking Linday. Woo! All right. I dig it, man. I dig it. Beer the beard. So, yeah. No, you guess what? He's like you said, not afraid of Tyler Glassnow. I'm not afraid of Tyler Glassnow because I like our guy, Lance Lynn. Johnny, I got to ask, man. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I legitimately have to ask. Like, when Lance Lynn's on the mound, I don't think I felt ever like, oh, we're going to lose this game. No, I all year, and I I, I I just think that's like an awesome feeling to have. And I know that, like, you know, Rodon's been great, but obviously, we've had questions, right? All of us did. I love Carlos Rodon, and I know you'll back me on that. I was happy when they brought him back, um, just because I'm a homer, I'm a jag off, and I just I, I love second chances, I think they're yeah. you know key in life. But Lance Lynn against Glass now is like pay per view boxing. Like that is something or, or UFC, whatever you need to buy this because it's a fucking great matchup. And I, I'm super curious to see what happens. You know, I mean, Tampa Bay, Johnny, they're no fucking, you know, they, they traded a lot of pieces away, dude, you know, but they're still a top yeah, well, of their he- division. You know, sometimes the the trap needs some new shingles on the roof, so they got to trade away some of their best players to afford that. So never you know. heard that before, and I, I totally fucking dig that statement. <laughs> I never heard that in my life. I mean, that's one thing that, like, you know, Juice is a Cubs fan. I'm a Sox fan, obviously. Yeah. But we we always unite on that and, and just like ripping on the race for that. But hey, you know what? Also, as much as I rip on, I would say that yeah, I hate him and all that. They do find a way to win, so they do it in different ways. It's not conventional. Um, but I, I will give them credit. I respect them. But like, I, I think I said this to you on an episode. I fucking hate them at the same time fuck i hate them, them too yeah i fucking them. hate them you're playing you know and they, they can never and granted it's not all their fault it's par- partially the location
situation that they're in, the stadium that they're in, even for them being good. Uh, they can never draw a crowd. And I know that's, you know, attendance jokes can be low shots, especially as us as like White Sox fans. But you would just think with some of the continued success, how they went to the World Series last year uh, and you're like tarping off sections at the trap. It's like, you know, it's a little bit ridiculous. So there's a little, a little race slander uh, to get us going here, too. Uh, back to Lance Lynn real quick, though. Sox side Mike made it perfect point here. Lance Lynn just looks like he's always belonged here. He spoke on it, said, you know, he said that I feel like I the South Sider, like, you know, the, they appreciate me. I appreciate them. Uh, it feels like a good fit. So I'm hoping that kind of relationship uh, leads to an extension buzz uh, when this thing's sudden done. Um, but hey, for right now, the, the goal is beating those Tampa Bay Rays uh, and uh, outdueling Tyler Glass now. It is a tall task, uh, but I think uh, with, with an A lineup in there, um, and maybe some timely hitting, uh, you, you know, you said he has given up what I think it was like 10 home runs there. Yeah. It was 10 uh, runs, yeah. Uh, we, we need an Abreu or a as money uh, to get a hold of one uh, in this game. I think that will be key. Obviously, you, you know, bad Trump, Johnny. Yeah, it, 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 a lot of it has been, you know, producing, finding different ways to get it done so far this year. But the, the, I always just go back to it. There's, you know, a letter Kenny line, like you said about our humor. If you should, if you can be one thing, you should be efficient. Most efficient way to score runs, Buzz, home run, long ball. Absolutely, I, I love it. I fucking love it. I, oh my god, man! I I get up for these kind of series, Johnny. You know, like. I know I talk shit a lot. Like I want to play the, you know, Tigers and you know the fucking Royals all the time, so we beat the shit out of them. But like this is a series that for real, like it was the Yankee series, and you and I did two post games out of that, and we weren't super happy. But you get another chance here. You're playing a team that's better than them in their division. Let's get some wins. And yeah, it's just where I'm at, man. Like again, there's I, I just feel there's magic around this team. You're gonna lose some. You're gonna win some. No doubt about it. But you're gonna win more consistently here, and uh, I, I, I'm just, I'm, dude, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm just bought in. I'm bought in. Yeah, I, I think uh, two or three uh, w- would be a successful series here. Obviously, we want to sweep them. We want to win every freaking game, but the, it's baseball doesn't happen. They're a good team. There's going to be some give here. Uh, just recent trends here, Buzz. Overall, Rays are 42 and 24. Uh, they got a three game lead out there in the East over Boston, seven uh, three in their last ten, coming off a sweep of the Orioles this weekend. So yeah. they're beating up on teams that they were supposed to, just as the White Sox were coming so up. Good the teams too. Tigers, Sox just one win behind them at 41 24, five and a half game lead though uh, over those. Cleveland Indians. Hell, uh, yeah, I baby. the standings before we came on here. Uh, and eight and two in our last 10. So, hey, that's the thing. Uh, something's got to give. And uh, one of these teams will come out of here uh, with a series win and a little bit better recent trend uh, out of it. And I hope damn well it's the White Sox. Uh, you know, I'm predicting we're taking fucking two or three. Let's go. God damn, Johnny. I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Two or three. I'm riding with my brother here. I would love to say sweep, but I don't think that's realistic. I want to be a little bit realistic on the show instead of just a complete fucking homer. I'll say two or three. I say the Sox get two or three out of this series here. Um, they keep building their lead in the AL Central. Um, and and you just, they just keep moving. And and, and people need to realize when Madrigal, fucking Robert, and Eloy, unless Madrigal is to season-ending surgery, but when Eloy, Madrigal, and Robert come back, that's like a blockbuster trade. And I know that sounds yeah. shitty because I would love a blockbuster trade. Like you were talking about how Lance Lynn's a South side guy. I, I think the same thing about Nick Cassianos. He's a little punk ass. I'd love to have him over here where we're at right now. You had those guys fucking game over. That's world series. I'm sorry. It is. 
so one one thing real quick about that you said that it's like a blockbuster trade and i think that's an okay way to approach this here and, and you know some people say that oh i think when people criticize that buzz they think that is limiting the team from going out and getting pieces they need i think the white Sox should still make a uh you know acquisition that is probably not as high level as some people would probably like uh when you're talking about going all out and winning for it oh this yeah year. yeah but I think it won't completely hinder them. I think you will see some moves. I mean, they're a contending team. The trade deadline is still a bit, a bit of ways, end of July. So uh, we, we've got some time before that happens. I think they want to feel out how things are going. So, But I think that think about other teams that are, are using that to their advantage, the sort of injury stuff. Think about the 2015 Blackhawks. Patrick King goes down with a collarbone injury at the end of January. He comes back for the playoffs. You were able to add a guy like Antoine Vermette in between there. And then, boom, having Kaner back for the start of the playoffs was like a blockbuster trade deadline acquisition. Hey, fuck it. Sometimes injuries happen in sports. Uh, take advantage of the timeliness of them returning. So I don't think that's a bad uh, sentiment to have there. But I just wanted to air out my sort of uh, you know, reasoning behind it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like we talked about in the last episode we did get. Uh, was that Friday? No, yeah. we went in depth on Thursday, though, because you and yeah. I did a couple days in a row now. Yeah, it was uh, Reynolds and Frazier who are I'm all about. Mm-hmm. That brings this team to another level, dude. And and maybe it happens. I mean, I don't know if you saw the blunder and the uh, the the errors that happened in the Pirates outfield, infield, outfield, whatever. I mean, everybody in general uh, this weekend. But check that out if you get a chance. But yeah, one of those guys are gonna be a White Sox real soon. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. that's yeah. all I got, man. That's yeah. all I got yeah. for that shit. Yep, could very easily be. So, uh, Buzz, I think we're getting down to the end here. Let's get pick to click, and then we can do kind of do our uh, cool shit we saw in White Sox land and uh, yeah. shout outs and get out of here. Um, so pick to click for the first game against Glass now. God, wouldn't Magical be just like the best pick because you think you put the bat on the ball, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's not here. So, oh Johnny, I don't, uh, fuck. I'm gonna go Lurie, dude. And I know it sounds stupid, but if there's any guy that's going to fucking break up a good glass now game, it's going to be Louis Garcia in my someone, mind. Someone pesky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can see that. Uh, I just need to stick, you know, uh, it might not be the safest pick here, but I need to ride with my mentality that I said earlier, and I'm hoping that we can get a timely long ball in here um, from one of those guys that I mentioned. And with Tyler Glass now being a right-handed pitcher, Yasmani Grandal will most, like, most definitely be in the lineup. Uh, so I'm uh, hoping for a bat drop, and I'm going to try to speak it into existence with my pick-to-click. Nothing wrong with that. Yes, money. Yeah, nothing wrong with that, Johnny. I just I, I, I want to pick that pesky guy, you know, and that's why I went with Lurie. I hope it works out, man. Let's get some dubs. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so on to cool shit we saw in White Sox land. Kind of a little new segment that we've installed a little bit uh, in some earlier episodes, sometimes at the end of a post game. Uh, don't always get down to the end of it with, with time constraints, but it's Sunday Funday. We can air it out here a little Sunday bit. Sunday Funday, baby. Yeah, co- cool shit we saw in White Sox land. I'll kick it off here, Buzz. Um, kick it off. My my uh, mom put a, uh, you know, we have white, there's a White Sox flag with, with the little, uh, um, uh, you know, a garden flag that, that yeah. has is the White Sox World Series champs, uh, and she laid a broom uh, up across uh, the side. <laughs> of it. So, so spread pay. public spread public awareness that the White Sox uh, swept the Tigers here. So take, I thought, please tell me you took a picture. Of it. I took a, it. I tweeted. I took a picture and tweeted. Okay, it, so that, that, that that's some, that, that was some cool shit I saw in White Sox land. How about you? Okay, so a couple of cool things that I saw in White Sox land uh, this weekend. First thing is that um, Lauren Wills. And this is more funny than cool. 
if it's okay if I use it. Yeah. But she, it. yeah, she had uh, fucking tweeted. I can't remember who tweeted out that, um, oh, it's so, you know, White Sox that this happened. And, you know, we always say that's so White Sox. And some account tweeted out, and, and Lauren and Lauren goes, uh, you know what's so White Sox is that someone, like, you know, fucking pulls their hamstring or tears their hamstring every time they run the first base. And I, I, I know it's so terrible. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, and it sounds, like, really stupid that I'm saying this right now, but it was absolutely fucking hilarious. Well, yeah, when you look at the injuries to Robert and Madrigal, it's like right. yeah, you get PTSD when someone's trying to leg out a friggin' ground ball. Like, fucking Lauren Wills is so funny, it kills me. And she has, like, these one-liners that are so stupid but they're so fucking funny. Like it's like one liners that I would put out stupid, but hilarious. So that's one cool thing that I've seen. Another awesome thing that I have seen is that my dad actually got a new sign for the fucking, uh, buzz senior cave. Let's call it that. Uh, the buzz senior cave. It's a back, like a 1919 white Sox sign. And right under it, he has his white Sox tap. So that is something cool. I'll get a picture of that and put it on Twitter. Those are the cool things that I've seen in White Sox land. Um, but shout out Lauren Wills for the fucking tweet. I wish I could find it. I'm trying to right now desperately so I don't look like a moron. But those are my White Sox call outs for being fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Cool shit. We saw in White Sox land. I'll, I'll continue this and just uh, end this with a shout out. Uh, and that is to, you know, I've shouted him out probably, you know, three times in the last week, but I need to again, because the Fine. videos, the videos are great. They're hilarious. And that is uh, GD uh, on GD. Twitter. GD, I love that guy. Always makes you know compelling content, funny content. Always gives me a good laugh, and it's uh, very uh, White Sox specific related videos, edits, all that kind of stuff. But looks like he got clapped on Twitter, but he's back uh, with another account. In that uh, before it was Yasmani Grandal with the L being a capital I. Uh, now it's the same thing, Adam Angle with, but the L is an I. So go and follow him at Adam E N G E I uh, on Twitter. Uh, GD, love you, bud. Yeah. You know what's fucking nuts? I don't even know how he got fucked. Um, Maybe some copyright, but I don't know. I don't know the full story. Uh, it's funny because his new bio says you will pay. Uh, you will pay for Jack at Jack, and that's the Twitter CEO. Yeah, <laughs> I love that dude. Like, there's a new generation of White Sox fans, and I've been lucky to be. Um, Fortunate to be invited to one of their group chats, you know, and I'm dude, like, listen, I'm gonna be 30 in a couple days, man. I, well, uh, a couple weeks, I should say July 21st is my birthday. I'll be 30. But these new White Sox fans, they, they got some great fucking humor. And GD is one of those guys that always cracks me up. He's got some good shit like your favorites. Uh, this is a scheduled Yasmani Grandal scheduled. walk. And it's just great shit you can now- it makes me laugh especially in like a tense game and it's like he has to like walk in the middle of like an inning when the white Sox are mounting a rally and it's you know, sure as hell you scheduled the grandal walk and it just like cracks me up well dude i mean in his new ad i gotta find i think it's just adam angle but the it's adam e-n-g-e-i because he does that okay. the, the cap but he can't makes it capital that last <laughs> letter so it looks like it's at adam angle <laughs> like he did with yasmani grandal yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's just such a fucking hilarious dude so i got a couple yeah. shout outs this week of course i'm going to shout out my guys alex rude and jordan miller i shout them out all the time if you don't follow them you should both fucking hilarious dudes absolutely love them very smart with baseball um Another guy I'm going to shout out this week is going to be our own Beer Garden Gym. Love Beer Garden Gym. Bring some good shit. 
hilarious big White Sox fan shouting him out just because he's a good guy, you know. And then for a little on tap shout out, I'm doing a lot of them. You know why? Because it's fucking Sunday Fun Day, and I can break the rules. Sunday Fun Day shouting out Schwartzy and Summer George for their Twitch account where they've been playing some awesome yeah. video games. Yeah, so on, I wanna... on tap gamers, go follow yep. it. On, on tap, yep, on tap gamers, go follow them. Fucking hilarious dudes. I do not play games like that, but they do. And if you want to laugh, and, and this should draw you in right now because I, I can give two shits about games like that, but they, them playing those games, Johnny, are fucking hilarious. And that's, oh, yeah. that's it, cannot miss TV. You, you get both of them in there after drinking all day on a Saturday. Bound, <laughs> yeah. bound, bound, bound to be good content. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah. dude, I, right. I'm I'm so thankful for the fucking uh, dubs that we got this weekend. You and I, yeah. I got, we I got, got to recap this series together, Johnny, twice now. Twice. Yeah. We both got our junk headbands on. Hell is yeah. Yeah, we're fucking rocking it. Uh, you know, you got to come over, killed our fucking roofs of our mouths and our tongues with those fucking pizza, that high ass pizza. But Sox got the fucking sweep, dude. Like, I feel great, man. We're going into a very important series on a high note, and that is something that we should cherish. Yes. Well said, Buzz. Uh, I don't have too much else except uh, be, be ready to play. And, uh, you know, I think we will see the A lineups, and that is what all of this rest was for. So, uh, you know, uh, get the Jimmy settled. I think it would be all right after because we still won the games uh, despite the lineups uh, and the complaints there. But I think that was for the rest, and I think we will see uh, the A squads out out to play here uh, for this three-game set against the Tampa Bay Rays. And that's, that's it. I've said my piece, Buzz. Ooh, if Johnny said his piece, that's mean it's time for me to tell you all to go to ontapsportsnet.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Follow us on Twitter at SocksOnTap, at ontapsportsnet. Follow Johnny at Nani. Johnny, follow me at BuzzOnTap. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you can listen to us, five-star rating and review because that's cool and tough. If you need any White Sox gear, go to Grandstand. Check them out online at Grandstand Socks. Follow them on socials at Grandstand Socks. I should have said it online at grandsensocks.com, but I didn't say that. Too many beers. But we'll be back in some capacity tomorrow. I don't know who it'll be. It'll probably be me and Johnny. We're going to recap the first game against Lance Lynn and Tyler Glass now in the White Sox Rays series. Thank you all for listening today. It means a lot to us. Jim told me to drink some water. Fuck you, Jim. Let's go, White Sox. White Sox forever.